Awakening Podcast. I'm chilling with Langeli Chezulu, the director, co-founder, radio presenter, former TV producer. Why are you introducing yourself now? I thought I thought I was doing that, and now. You, Founded the Youth Foundation that lasted for three months. He also started. Okay, so this guy is a mess. Let's just put it there and leave it. Um, how are you doing, mess? came through and um, we went into multiple communities what were some of your takeaways from the travels going to communities and teaching uh, technologies yeah so I think it's been um, amazing it's been great I mean we first talked about um, a digital roadshow into communities I mean I think months ago mm. and we're planning that Actually, yeah, it was in July when we actually started saying, okay, Diesel Awakening Tour or something like that. We just didn't have an idea of how exactly it's going to work out. In fact, we did try out thinking about a couple of areas who are going to partner with. Maybe it was just the t- too much planning thing. And then finally it happened. And when it happened, no one announced that. This is now <laughs> what we've been dreaming of a couple of months ago. So, um, key takeaways is, I think one, collaborations are the new competition, yeah. if you like. Yeah. So I think, I think they're pretty much important because if you see that, there was a blue truck, which yeah. was Victoria Wesselman. Um, you still have got Oliver representing TechnoHub. You still have got Al Green Lab. You still have got Alco at work. You've got Island to Live. Yeah. You've got the schools um, as well. So you see that beautiful collaboration. There's no one who wants to outshine the other type of thing or the one who wants to benefit the most. You know, in as much as algorithm was taking a big chunk of the work, but it was just a beautiful collaboration and partnership. So I think if a lot more people are going to be open to partnerships and they're going to be genuine, authentic about it, um, we're all focusing on the prize, which is the prizes, the purpose, and what we're trying to achieve. I think we can get a lot more done in our communities. And then passion trumps everything. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to look at that, we didn't have any money. There was no budget set aside for that mm-hmm. um, exercise. It was just all chipping in, making sure that this thing works. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm um, we... we, 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 we we see pictures, um, when you look at the pictures, which I think uh, we have, you see pictures, some beautiful pictures of uh, kids uh, flying or running after drones um, in communities where if you sit back and you think about it, or if you were to be in a United States, Europe kind of mindset, you'd be like, that shouldn't be happening in Africa or something like that. Um, that is a pe- peculiar thing that is happening inside, in Africa. 
um, you see kids actually engaging in this type of uh, stuff when we uh, when we bring them there. Um, do you think, as uh, or, uh, do you think uh, uh, um, that is, we are somehow underplaying what kids are capable of? That's number one. Number two, do you think we are providing um, that is as a nation? Are we providing enough um, 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 outlook, enough um, interest mm. into all these uh, things, all these cool things? And I mean, when you see those pictures, really, you see that there's no difference between maybe a kid from South Africa and a kid from China. They like that, love this. But somehow a kid in South Africa is a consumer. That take me through your, your thinking about uh, around those pictures or when you when you saw that happening mm. what what came to mind yeah a lot of things came to mind um, one of them was um, the the lack of resources and the support in rural areas because you saw kids um, rushing and fighting over a drone to a point where they almost destroyed um, the drone and you get to understand the impact of scarcity and how it reshapes the mindset. Because suddenly when you put in, you know, this one opportunity, which is we are seeing that today in our society amongst African communities, everyone now is fighting over this, you know, because everyone wants a piece of this and everyone wants to, in fact, everyone wants a big chunk of this because they don't know if tomorrow that thing is going to be around or not. So I think it's one thing that, I mean, I saw the, the impact that colonialism has had in our communities and the amount of work that is then required to reshape that, those mindsets that were destroyed um, a couple of hundred years ago. So I think we've got a bigger task as, um, as entrepreneurs to... Um, structure content and programs that are going to deal with that problem because if we do not deal with that problem um, in a couple of years time we won't have any consumers to consume the products that we produce mm. so we definitely need to upskill and grow that that market so that I mean in a couple of years from I mean right now you just saw one of uh, the first, I mean, handsets in mobile handsets. Mm, mm, mm. Who's going to buy that, you know? Mm. Was a lot of people are consuming iPhones. A lot of people have got Samsung Galaxies. Mm. So the market, the, I mean, the new segment is in rural areas. So if the, the people in rural areas are not upskilled enough, they're not um, mm. active economically, then who's going to be buying the products that should be bought? So I think that's that's amount of work that is required for us to do. Mm. And... It's great to interact with the potential market and actually get to see what is needed and what do these people require so that you don't sit in a boardroom with air conditioner and think this is what they need, this mm. is what they want. No, just go there and interact with them and mm. see if, I mean, I mean, you saw yourself as you are saying that you, you will think that they'll be like, no, we're not interested in a drone, we're not interested in virtual reality. But the reality is they are interested in this stuff. So why not are we packaging the content that is going to fit I mean the the hunger that they have, so yeah. And then the ne the next week we it was global leadership summit, um, an interesting uh, show. First of all, before I think I ask you some questions, your take on the the overall event? Yeah, um, 
because it's it's a bit difficult for me because I was part of the event as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. you 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 were a, a, a one of facilitators. facilitators. Yeah. So it was a big challenge for me because um. Um. You know, as much as I'm used to talking, but I'm not used to talking to I mean a lot of people. A plus another thing is if I do talk to people, it's never in those environments where there's now lights all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> There's lights and um, there is a different um, audience. So it was a big challenge, but I think one philosophy that we have at Algorithm Lab is we really say no. We always take um, opportunities, we always take on challenges mm -hmm. because we understand that there's always something to learn. Mm -hmm. Even if technically you would fail at certain things, like I struggle with certain things, but the experience is there. No one is going to take that away from me. Mm -hmm. So definitely going forward, that is going to help me with my outlook, with my confidence, um, with, with how I, I see things, with how I approach things. Mm. But the show itself is world class. Um, of course, there, there are going to be mistakes here and there, but mm. I mean, uh, the, the planning and the energy and the coordination is just perfect. Um, um, we saw um, one, one of the things that um, was happening, which uh, I think most people don't know about was we saw um, um, DLS had, had an emerging leaders tickets and as algorithm we had about five of those six six of those yeah. and <clears throat> with those six I, I, I get everyone else who were, was able to come through with us but there were two very interesting um, high school leaders who came through uh, from one of the rural areas we went to a few weeks ago to teach about technology. Um, first of all, I think, tell us um, or explain why it is important to bring them into that environment. You, you said yourself that at some point you struggled because of the difference in an environment. The moment mm. you take a kid from a rural area there, yeah. it becomes something else. Yeah. Why is that, was that important to bring those kids through and what can we really look forward to with those kids um, from now on? I think we're in the business of um, reshaping mindsets. I mean, that's what the, the slogan, Se Alcoid Work says. Reshaping um, mindsets is, is we're in that business. So now, taking the kids from rural areas and making them at grade eight, I mean, they're doing grade eight. Can mm -hmm. you just imagine this? They're attending Global Leadership Summit. Something that they didn't know exists, first and foremost. They never knew that at grade eight they would um, attend a world-class event and be a part of it. Um, so just that alone, just coming out of the shell that they are in, mm -hmm. is very important with their thinking aspect. Because when they go back to the environment, suddenly they start to see things differently. You know, they start to... Um, identify gaps, it says identify problems and come up with solutions, not just identify them, but also come up with solutions. So that's what we wanted to achieve. That's what we want to achieve. And then them interacting with different cultures from a young age is also crucially important as well. Mm. Um, interacting with Indians, interacting with white people, it builds you as a person and it, it, it grows your confidence. Um, it, it, it opens up your outlook also. So that is crucially important. And then thirdly, the content that is delivered at the Global Leadership Summit is crucially important in how they're going to think um, and build their lives, their careers, and build their families, whatever, impact communities. So we want that, them to be a part of the activity so that they learn. 
and then so that other people also other kids also looking at them they can also be an example of what it why it is important for you as young as you are with the legal resources that you have to start working on your dreams and start building as early as possible so so yeah i think it's great because i interacted with one of them i was about to ask you that yeah so yeah he learned a lot he gave me i mean speaker by speaker breakdown Mm -hmm. as to what he learned from Mm -hmm. devon franklin what he learned from craig crochelle you know so when you look at that what we now need to do going forward is it cannot be a once-off event, you know, because we're not an organization of hype. Mm. We don't do things for hype. So hype is great to build or get things started. But going forward now, we need to feed, feed them a lot of content that is going to recondition their mindset, their thinking, so that they can start building sustainably so and solving the problems in their communities. Because we can't always come in then to rural areas with charities and with handouts people in communities must solve their problems the african way and that's what we want to preach through the initiatives and the programs um, that we expose our the young people to um um considering i think um considering the fact that um i'm about to close out uh again uh, i think before we even go further i should say uh thanks to i learned to live for actually partnering <coughs> with us on that uh, respect it, it has been great working yeah. with them considering the fact that at the time we we were able to get two students someone can say you're able to get two students into an event um there is hundreds more of of, of students what is the plan for other students to make sure that they get just as much if mm-hmm. not more of um of of, of interest of um open-mindedness um event they get to attend these things yeah what 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 should what should happen yeah. um how what is the best approach yeah. towards it yeah well, there is uh, a lot of ways but if you look at it for example when we attended the gls there there is a global leadership development fund so people donate there on that fund so that they can do a lot more in communities and one of those initiatives is to open up space for imaging leaders. I mean, we had six imaging leaders as Algorithm Lab, um, who were part of the, the event. They want, which they had about 50 tickets in total. They now want to increase that to 100. Mm-hmm. So as Algorithm Lab, we donated also to the Global Leadership um, Development Fund. So it's one of th- the steps so that next year we can have maybe 20 instead of six. So you see the number is now going up. So it's one of the ways in which we can um, open up access. One of the ways is um, a lot more people putting in their 50 rands. I mean, we've got, for example, a nonprofit company. Anyone can donate to the company. Anyone can say at any point in time, guys, I love what you do. I believe in this. Um, we definitely need this. I've got 100 rands. I'm going to put this. I've got 1,000 rand. I'm going to put this 1,000 rand into your account, you know, because I know what you guys do and you are, I mean, for, for impact. So, I mean... Private companies can come through and partner up on such initiatives to make sure that these things happen because if they're going to happen once in a while, I mean, after a few weeks, kids are going to go back to doing whatever that they were doing before we came. So it's important that we, you know, we bombard them with greatness, with positivity, with, you know, stuff that is going to really open up the access. And it's, it's crucially important that we also use this opportunity to upskill 
the education system that is a mess, you know, so it's important that we do what we need to do outside of the system to make sure that we beef up, you know, the educational content that kids, I mean, get. So, I mean, there's a number of things that we need to do. I mean, right now we've got this platform, the Digital Awakening YouTube channel, which also is also accessible to pretty much anyone, anywhere in the world um, with data, with the little data that they have. So you can also use that buy 100 megabytes, watch this, watch that, you know. So, I mean, there's a number of, um, of um, the number of ways in which we can approach this is, of course, limitless. But I think we are going to do the necessary steps to make sure that we grow with the little the resources that we have. But the more support we get, the better, the more impact we can have. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Thank you so much, sir. I'm <laughs> Pelaganja. Looking at the gallery. Mm. <laughs> and then 